This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines, brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, 9th, 2022. As you know, Headlines scours all the wrestling websites and social media platforms to bring you the latest wrestling news that is happening and trending right now. Let's go ahead and let's jump right into it. Joining us over at Wrestling Inc., Pat Buck addresses his decision to leave WWE and join AEW. Danny Wolfenhelm is writing End This Hour. Current AEW producer Pat Buck addresses WWE exit this past weekend after he faced Joey Janela in a one-on-one match at Wrestle Pro Mayhem. Now, the match took place on May the 7th in New Jersey, with Pat picking up the win after he delivered a tombstone pile driver to the bad boy Joey Janela. Now, following the conclusion of the bout, the former WWE producer took to the microphone to open up about his exit from WWE. He said, and I quote, Three years ago in the very same arena, which is also my school, I said goodbye to a major opportunity, Buck said. I was blessed to be with WWE for three years 
years as a producer, as an agent, helping mobilize the talent, bringing huge moments that I would never been a part of. But I missed this school and I missed too much. And I missed two of my biggest families. My first note, my darling wife, Lauren, she's here. And I think with the baby, look, it is tremendous experience. But being on the road five to six days a week, sometimes you've got to put your priorities ahead of everything else. That is my major love right now is my family. But my family is all a part of everything I do. And so is the Wrestle Pro family. Creative Pro family, that's the independent wrestling family. And I'm blessed to be a part of even a bigger community by taking place and respecting those who put on shows and respect me. I know he's like, oh, he's kissing butt. But that's the real deal. How awesome it was to be a part of such a big thing like that. And now I am back. If you would like to know more about what Pat Buck had to say about AEW, definitely go ahead and his departure from WWE. Go ahead and check out the article trending at this hour from Danny Wolfson home regarding Pat Buck and his decision to leave WWE. All right, there's some backstage news. Matthew Wilkinson is reporting at this hour on Roman Reigns' new deal with WWE. Now, Roman Reigns has signed a new deal with WWE, which will see him work fewer dates with the company, according to Dave Meltzer on the latest Wrestling Observer Radio. Now, Roman Reigns had got the wrestling world talking last week. After during a live event, he talked about his WWE career coming to an end. But it appears that those comments may be not exactly what he had mentioned or what he exactly meant to say to the crowd. This is because there is a new deal from Roman Reigns that is set out for him that are involving fewer dates. Now, during a recent interview on the Michael K show, Roman Reigns admitted that he does have an interest in getting involved in Hollywood. He is hoping to use the tools that he has learned in pro wrestling, specifically WWE, to go ahead and have a plentiful career in a new industry. He says, and I quote, we will just have to see. I think there's going to be some moves made pretty soon, Reigns admitted. There's always speculation and contract talks and all these questions about my involvement in the business. Well, their people can dive deep enough and find out if they really want to. I'm sure they're going to turn over every stone at every single time frame. But that's something I definitely want to dabble in is Hollywood after wrestling and gain some more experience. I want to use these tools that I've learned in WWE that has helped me so very much. Now, Roman Reigns was able to have a victory uh, with the bloodline at WWE. WrestleMania backlash last night as he pinned Riddle in order to get the win for his family. You can find out more about what Roman Reigns had to say about his career and his future in WWE if you head on over to Wrestling Inc. Matthew Wilkins' hand has all the details at this hour. All right, Tony Khan says AEW is the number one promotion in the UK. Matthew Wilkinson is also reporting in this hour from Wrestling Inc. AEW President Tony Khan was a recent guest on the Swerve City podcast where he reflected on originally pushing to start AEW. He admitted that it led to a tense family Christmas between he and his father initially. Tony's day had doubted AEW, but has since then admitted that he was wrong. I happen to be someone who loved the wrestling business for a long, long time, but I had been working in sports with my dad, he said, and I was very fortunate that my dad came over from Pakistan when he was 16 years old to go to college at the University of Illinois. That's where he met my mom. He goes on to talk about his relationship with his father, how he was pushing AEW very early on, and how he wanted it to succeed. He also talked about 
AEW was something his father did not necessarily believe in at the beginning, but it was something that eventually he would go on to say, you know what, I was wrong. He would continue on to say, that's Tony Khan, there was nothing really since WCW went down and went out of business, he said. Even at the end of WCW, they always had it until the day they actually pulled the plug. None of us believed that it would actually happen. It was unthinkable what had happened, but since then, there was impact, which is great. But you know what? It's like a zombie compared to WCW. The guys there were left over from WCW, and they went in and they started another wrestling company, and then there was Ring of Honor. In some ways, it came out of the skeleton of what was ECW. Those companies built legacies that ironically lasted longer than the original companies did as well. Khan admitted that neither Ring of Honor or Impact were able to reach the level of AEW. While he knows the company has more to do before hitting WCW's peak, he did claim that the number one company in the United Kingdom right now. He said these companies were talking about how Ring of Honor is a great example. Other companies I just mentioned got really affected and I think due to free agency, but they have never reached the heights where AEW has reached so far. I think it's the first time since WCW that I'm not trying to say we have reached the same peaks yet. I don't want to get misquoted or misconstrued because at one point WCW was the number one wrestling company in the world overall. There are parts of the world where a number one, which is amazing, is like the United Kingdom. If you'd like to hear more about what Tony Khan had to say in his interview, check out the article over trending at Wrestling Inc. right now with Matthew Wilkinson. Trish Stratus is making news today. Trish Stratus reveals which WWE role she would gladly accept. Mark O'Brien is writing in this hour at Wrestling Inc. Seven-time WWE Women's Champion Trish Stratus may go down in history as the greatest female WWE talent of all time. Throughout her illustrious career, she has held the championship several times and won it in memorable moments. Recently, while peering on for the Love of Wrestling convention in Liverpool, Trish talked about what perhaps would entice her to come back to appear in WWE programming in the future. She said, and I quote, Do I want to be a GM? I would gladly accept that role. I always think, like I said, to go back has to be something challenging, something different, something different for you guys, the Toronto native said. You know, you just don't want to see me out there being a babyface and kicking butt and winning championships. Boring, right? Now, the Canadian Hall of Famer would even touch on the recent success of her rival Lita against modern competition and whether that gives her an urge to make a return to pro wrestling. She would go on to say, yeah, to be honest, it did, Stratus admitted. I was lucky a couple of weeks later to go to a live event and it was so much fun. After that, I got a chance to go back into Toronto. It was a, now a town near me, so I just drove there. I took my kids and it was great. You could feel the energy in the crowd. You could hear the promos. It was wonderful. If you'd like to hear more about what Trish Stratus said about maybe making a return to pro wrestling, but in a different capacity, check out Mark O'Brien's article, which is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. AEW Rampage, we got some numbers on that regarding their TV ratings. AEW Rampage draws its lowest numbers ever with an earlier time slot. Now, Mark Middleton is writing in at this hour. Friday's taped edition of AEW Rampage drew about 292,000 viewers on TNT as it started at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, that's according to Nielsen via Show Buzz Daily. Now, the show drew 37.06, which is down from the 464,000 viewers that they had the prior week. 
Now Rampage drew a .11 rating in the key 18-49 demo. That's down 21% from the previous week's episode, which drew a .14 in the same demographic. Now Friday's .11 key demo represents 143,000 people watching who are between the ages of 18 to 49, which is down 20% with a .11 from the 179,000 people who watched last week. Now as many people know, due to the NBA playoffs and schedules, AEW has had to shuffle their schedule around a little bit. Unfortunately, it prevented them from being in a normal time slot on Friday. It started 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A lot of people were still at work or traveling home from work. Now, Friday's Rampage ranked number 49 in the Cable Night's Top 150, once again with a .11 key demo rating. Now, Friday's Rampage ranked number 100 in viewership on the entire night in cable. Now, this is down from last week's previous number of 70. Friday's Rampage drew the lowest audience in the key demo rating in the history of the show, but it was also the earliest time slot ever. Once again, the next lowest number when Rampage was preempted was back on March the 18th when they had 11.45 p.m. start time, which only drew 398,000 with a .13 rating. If you'd like to go ahead and find out more about what's going on with the key demos and the ratings, Mark Middleton has all of that information trending over right now at Wrestling Inc. Roman Reigns teases the bloodline no longer teaming takes a shot at Matt Riddle. Wrestling Inc. is writing in at this hour. Was WrestleMania back? Backlash, the final time we'll see Roman Reigns and the Usos team up together. Prior to WrestleMania Backlash, Roman Reigns sent the wrestling world into a frenzy with his comments following a live event in Trenton, New Jersey over the weekend. Now, ahead of the table, told fans in attendance, he's not sure if he'll be back there after the event, and it's perhaps time to start a new chapter in his life. Now, just 24 hours after his comments, Reigns competed alongside his bloodline stablemates, Jimmy and Jey Uso, at Backlash against Drew McIntyre and RK-Bro in a match in which Reigns picked up the win for his team by spearing Riddle and getting the three count. Now, following the aforementioned victory, he posted a video on Instagram and took a little shot at Matt Riddle. He says, and I quote, You're probably thinking that match, that six-man tag team match main event, it was filled with all future Hall of Famers. Just filled with future Hall of Famers, Reigns said. Well, hold up. We had Riddle in there, too. He laughed. What do you think is going to happen next when it comes to the bloodline when it encounters someone else? I don't care who you are. Just get in there. You can be Randy Orton or anyone else. Just put Drew McIntyre in there with someone. Heck, put John Cena, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, anybody in the bloodline is going to smash them every single time. If you'd like to find out more about what Roman Reigns had to say about not only pinning Matt Riddle, but go ahead and follow him on social media, on his social media platforms, and follow the article that is trending right now over at Wrestling Inc. Nash Carter's first WWE NXT booking has now officially been announced. Mark Middleton is writing at this hour, Nash Carter's first post-WWE NXT booking has been announced. Now, regarding Carter, who a lot of things have been speculated around, also goes by the name of Zachary Wentz, which was his name on the indies. He has been announced for the Deliver Us event from Circle 6 and the No Peace Underground on May the 21st in Orlando, Florida, as seen in the tweets he put on social media. Now, WWE released Carter back in early April following domestic abuse allegations by his wife, Kimberly, who was also still under contract with Impact Wrestling. Now, Carter's release came just after days after MSK won the tag team titles at NXT Stand and Deliver. The tag team titles were relinquished and pretty deadly ended up winning a gauntlet match on April 12th to capture the vacant titles. 
Carter's not issued anything on social media about his release. If you'd like to go ahead and follow Circle 6, you can follow them at Circle 6 underscore Co. All right, let's go ahead and keep the news trending here over on Wrestling Inc. Matthew Carlins is writing in this hour, server support for WWE 2K19 and WWE 2K20 to sunset on June the 30th. Matthew Carlins is writing in this hour, 2K games will end online support. It's WWE 2K19 and WWE 2K20 games in just over a month. Now, as the release goes, attention WWE 2K community. On June 30th, 2022, we will no longer support WWE 2K19 and 2K20 servers, 2K Games tweeted from their official account on Monday. This includes all online functions such as online matches and community creations. We are turning our full focus towards the WWE 2K22. Thank you so much for all your continued support. Once again, after June 30th, players will no longer be able to play any online modes of WWE 2K19 or WWE 2K20. There will also no longer be access to user-created content or any other features that require the support of the 2K servers. Now, the release of WWE 2K20 was critically and commercially unsuccessful. The game was plagued by numerous technical issues and bugs. The failure of 2K20 contributed to the decision by both parties to skip the developmental and release 2K21. Online support for WWE 2K19 was extended in response to the negative reactions. If you'd like to follow more information about WWE 2K, programming and the video gaming servers go ahead and follow the article right now on wrestling inc matthew carlins is also writing in this hour bobby lashley wwe premium live event streak ended by omos for those of you who watched the wwe wrestlemania backlash pay-per-view know what happened when omos and bobby lashley clashed lashley and omos clashed in a match where lashley lost to omos and it holds some added significance that not all fans may be aware of. It's the first pinfall defeat by Lashley on WWE Premium Live Event in more than six months. Now, Lashley's last pinfall loss on WWE Premium Live Events was against Goldberg at last October's Crown Jewel. Lashley's streak had its highs and its lows, beginning in last November's Survivor Series. Now, Lashley was part of Team Raw in a traditional 5-on-5 team elimination match that ended up brawling with Drew McIntyre outside the ring and to the point that both men were counted out. Team Raw went on to win that match. Now, Lashley's streak continued at WWE Day 1, where he participated in the 5 way main event that saw Brock Lesnar pin Big E to win the championship. Lashley's streak peaked at the Royal Rumble this past January when he pinned Brock Lesnar to win the WWE Championship. Lashley then entered the Elimination Chamber match at WWE's Champion, and then also he lost when Brock Lesnar went on to reclaim the championship that night. If you'd like to read more about the ups and downs of the career and streak most recently of Bobby Lashley, go ahead and cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. and Matthew Carlin's has that article trending at this hour. Matthew Carlin's also has news regarding Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta names New Japan Pro Wrestling star he would love to face at the upcoming Forbidden Door pay-per-view. AEW's Wheeler Yuta recently spoke with Wrestling Inc. managing editor Nick Hausman on the Wrestling Inc. Daily about the upcoming 
unforbidden door pay-per-view. Now, the show will see AEW and New Japan wrestlers clashing against one another. This could create a lot of dream matches, but now Yuta facing Tanahashi, well, in his opinion, that would be the ideal choice. There are so many, you're going to have to narrow it down, he said, but when it comes to the New Japan roster, there's plenty of people. But, as you just mentioned, Tanahashi. I think Tanahashi is one of those guys that I've always envisioned myself across the ring from. This is someone that I would love to face. I don't know how this is going to work at some point, but I think things will eventually shake out. But Tanahashi is someone I've always looked up to. Now, Wheeler Yuta would also go ahead and he would talk about other wrestlers in the Japanese stables in New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you'd like to find out more about what Wheeler Yuta's aspirations are when it comes to competing in New Japan, Matthew Carlins has this article trending right now on Wrestling Inc. Danny Wilson Holm is writing in, Bailey blasts idiots who do not understand how injuries work. Former Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey took to social media following WrestleMania backlash to address fans calling for her immediate return to the squared circle. Many fans over the recent months have been saying that they want Bailey back. Unfortunately, Bailey's still trying to recover. The premium live event saw Ronda Rousey capture the SmackDown Women's Championship for the first time by making Charlotte Flair scream "I quit" at their match, which is a rematch from the WrestleMania 38 match. The following I Quit match took many fans on social media, sharing their displeasure that Bailey had not appeared on the show. Woke up from a nap to see you idiots. You still don't understand how injuries work. It's called recovery, rehab, remodel, and some of you need to have some respect, Bailey had ended up writing. Now, the 2019 Women's Money in the Bank winner had been sidelined since July of 2021 with a torn ACL that occurred during training at the Performance Center. Now, she took the opportunity to remind fans that she is still recovering and is tired of being ridiculed by them saying that she needs to be back and by mocking her. It was a statement that she had made very strongly. Now, it was expected that her absence from the squared circle would be approximately nine months per initial WWE report. Now, this would have meant that she would have been on track to return in April. However, Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer reported back in March that the former NXT Women's Champion just simply wasn't ready for a comeback yet. If you'd like to read more about what Danny Wolfenhelm had to write about Bailey going back and forth with fans on social media, go ahead and cruise on over right now to Wrestling Inc. Let's jump over to eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Impact Wrestling News, Deanna Peraza, Moose are going on a media tour. Now, the following matches have been announced to take place this Thursday night's episode of Impact Wrestling. The Fallout from Under Siege 2022, The Gauntlet for the Gold, Bullet Club Jay White and Al Fantasmo versus Impact Wrestling Champion Joss Alexander and Ishii. Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Champions, The Influence versus Alicia Edwards and Giselle Shaw. Also appearing are Honor No More, Chris Bay, and more. Impact Wrestling will be taping more episodes at the Oscala Heritage Park in Kissimmee, Florida this upcoming weekend. For more information about what's happening with Impact Wrestling, definitely follow Ryan Clark on eWrestling News and follow him on all forms of social media as he will be giving you all the latest updates in the promotion. Now, speaking of promotions and wrestling news, if you're enjoying what you're hearing right now, definitely go ahead and support us. We are your daily one-stop shop podcast that gives you everything that you need to know about the world of pro wrestling. Whether it's AEW, New Japan, 
Impact Wrestling, and others, definitely go ahead and listen to the podcast. Let us know what you're thinking about this as well. You can cruise on over to Twitter and drop me a line. Mark Middleton is writing in at this hour with Wrestling Inc. Big title match announced for tonight's WWE Monday Night Raw. Cody Rhodes is set to receive his first WWE title shot since returning to the company. That's going to be happening tonight on Raw. WWE has announced that tonight's post-WrestleMania Backlash edition of Raw will see Rhodes challenge WWE United States Champion Theory with the title on the line. Rhodes just defeated Seth Rollins at the WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday, which was a rematch from their WrestleMania 38 match, which once again Rhodes had won. If you follow WWE on social media, it says Cody Rhodes will challenge Theory for the U.S. title tonight on Raw. Don't forget, WWE Raw can be found 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the USA Network. Also coming in at this hour from Wrestling Inc., Mick Foley comments on Rhea Ripley joining Edge's Judgment Day stable. Now, former Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley joined Edge's Judgment Day faction during the latter match against AJ Styles had with Edge last night at WrestleMania Backlash. Now, the move by Ripley caught the attention of WWE Hall of Famer Mick Foley, who had high praise for not only Rhea Ripley, but for the entire faction. Foley was so excited he took to Twitter to give his thoughts on the Judgment Day stable. Now, according to him, it could dominate WWE for years to come. He would go on to say this, Rhea Ripley WWE and rated our edge is exactly what this longtime wrestling fan needs. It was... I was hoping for this, along with Archer of Infamy, could be a faction for the ages. Now, Mick Foley is regarded as one of Edge's greatest opponents, with the two of them putting on classic hardcore match at WrestleMania 22. Recently, while looking back on his career, Foley opened up about what he considered to be the most painful injury of his hardcore career. He would go on to say, well, the most grisliest would have to be my right ear. You can see, it doesn't really look like a left ear at all. I lost that bad boy in Munich, Germany over 28 years ago. That's why I asked the question about Stevo and his cauliflower ear. Some people just don't get it because I've probably had it. I've had the same injury to some extent, but it's being stitched up in emergency room probably five or six times. But despite that, never had developed a cauliflower ear. That was interesting to me. When I lost it, I would probably say that was the number one injury I've ever had. Foley would also go on to say, The most painful injury he ever had was a torn abdominal muscle. When and where did that happen? Cruise on over to the article trending on Wrestling Inc. right now, where Mick Foley comments on Rhea Ripley joining Edge's stable. AEW Dark Elevation live coverage is happening right now over at Wrestling Inc. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Live AEW Dark Elevation viewing party. If you'd like to go ahead and continue to watch that, cruise on over to Wrestling Inc. where they have all the information and the links where you can find this. Now, tonight's show, Dark Order, Evil Uno, Alex Reynolds, Preston Vance, number 10, Alan Angels, number 5, versus John Fuller, Ryan Mooney, Diego Scott, and Brandon Scott will be taking place. Other matches... Abaddon versus Emi Sakurai, Pretty Peter Avalon versus Sunny Kiss, John Silver versus Tony Deppin, Cheeseburger versus Max Caster, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus The Factory, which is QT Marshall and Nick Camarado. AEW Dark Elevation starts tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central. You can go ahead and watch the live watch-along party with Wrestling Inc., 
if you cruise on over right now to Wrestling Inc. Those are going to be all of the major articles that are trending right now in the world of pro wrestling. If you are interested in following our podcast even further, follow me on social media as I will also tweet out a lot of the numerous upcoming things that are going to be happening in wrestling. The news, not only that, but the rumors and speculation as well. We're here to be your one-stop shop in everything that is professional wrestling. With that being said, we will catch you tomorrow on a new episode of Headlines. Until then, I'm Mike Freeland. The rules.